0: The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. This is Eastern North Carolina's longest running sports radio call-in show. The Brian Bailey Show is on the air. The Brian Bailey Show on Pirate Radio is brought to you by Angus Grill, Bostick Sugg Furniture, Bojangles, East Coast Grading, Greenville Auto World, Papa John's, Pepsi, Seared Chop House, Taft, Taft & Hagler, Tiebreakers. EMS Builders and the Rick House. And now, here's Brian Bailey. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome into our show. John Gilbert,
1: Director of Athletics in East Carolina, will join us live in the studio. We'll of course, take your questions, your comments on our Facebook live feed. We're kicking off your sports week, and it should be a great sports week. And we'll kick it off with John Gilbert, Director of Athletics in East Carolina, right after this. Angus Grill is the premier location for the best burgers, cheesesteaks, and brisket sandwiches around. Join us and experience original flavors, quality service, and an upbeat environment. We've got five outstanding locations in eastern North Carolina, in Winterville near Pitt Community College, in Wilmington on 4th Street, and three locations right here in Greenville. East 10th Street near the Walmart, Jarvis Street in Uptown, and in our newest location on Statensburg Road near the hospital
0: at the former CPW's location. It's the best burger around. Angus Grill. BMS Builders is your premier custom builder in Eastern North Carolina. With Blackwood and Mills Creek in Greenville, Dalton's Cove in Farmville, and Belmar in Aiden, these are just a few of the developments featuring BMS Builders' homes. They can build the home of your dreams. Just ask Dr. Dennis Ross in Greenville or East Carolina football coach Mike Houston. They built their homes, and they can build yours as well. BMS Builders. Give them a call at 916-1578 for BMS Builders.
2: Burgers, wings, hand-cut, hand-breaded chicken tenders, fresh salads, and cold beer is the starting lineup at Tiebreakers and has been keeping customers happy for 20 years. Tiebreakers family atmosphere is the perfect place to come watch your favorite team play while enjoying a great lunch or dinner. In a hurry or looking for catering options? Get Tiebreakers to go. That now includes the new curbside pickup by ordering online at tiebreakersnc.com. Tiebreakers in Greenville and now open in winter. No. Get the best of the best for less at Bostic Sugg Furniture, the best
0: name brand furniture at savings up to 15% off wide, 12 months special financing. Save on the best looks for your home, save up to 70% off clearance items, or get 72 months special financing. Get your best night's sleep on a comfortable new mattress with 72 months special financing. It's better than the rest. It's the best of the best. And it's going on now at Bostic Sugg Furniture.
2: Seared Chop House is Greenville's newest restaurant and the city's only true chop house. We combine a remarkable menu with an unrivaled atmosphere. Seared, a quality driven experience, highlighting a thoughtful approach to locally sourced ingredients and hearty, flavor rich cuisine. We're firing up the grill at Seared, Greenville's only true chop house. Come see us, Fire Tower Road at Bells Fork or searedchophouse.com.
0: There's no better time to drive away with a quality pre-owned car, truck, or SUV from Greenville Auto World. Greenville Auto World is your authorized rough country dealer. We specialize in lift and leveling kits, along with custom wheel packages. Whether you're looking for ground clearance or enhancing the appearance of your vehicle, trust our team for your off-road experience. Greenville Auto World, 3840 South Charles Boulevard, across from Hardy's at Bell's Fork, or online at greenvilleautoworld.net.
3: This is Stephen Igo, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.
0: You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show. Now, back to Brian.
1: welcome back on this Monday as we kick off your sports week John Gilbert the director of athletics at East Carolina joins us happy new year John happy new year thanks for having me thanks so much for being here again we'll take your questions comments on our Facebook live feed but there's so much to talk about and we talked a lot with Ryan Robinson last week but you know just just the whole timeline with the military bowl and how disappointing it was and and just just the whole scenario Have have you recovered yet
3: not yet, um, but but we, you know, I'm disappointed for our, you know, everyone involved, coaches, student athletes, staff, but but I really hate it for our seniors, you, you know, to to be told at the bowl site that, um, you know, you're not going to be able to play in your final game. I, obviously, I just hurt for them. Uh, you know, everybody, everyone else is going to have an opportunity. Yeah. you know, as, assuming we have another good year. To, to play in a bowl game, but those seniors, I really do hate it for, uh, for them. Now on a positive note, you know, our kids really, and coaches, uh, experienced the bowl game w- without playing in it. They right. were able, they were able to go to DC and, and, uh, you know, do some bowl activities and all those things. So that, uh, was a, a very good positive, not having been to a bowl since 2014, um, so, so pl- pleased with that part of it.
1: And we've talked about this a, a lot, but the fact that that you go and, and you understand there are going to be expenses involved, and the idea, I think, with the bowl games is to try to break even, but then when you don't get any bowl money, you can't break even.
3: Well, we, we actually got great news from the conference office uh, late last week uh, that in the year-end distribution that the conference office makes, that we are going to get our actual bowl expenses covered. Good. So uh, that came late last week. Uh, we notified uh, up until even this morning, talking to people who have donated, um, you know, money to cover those funds. Uh, those individuals are going to move it to an excellence fund. And then what we're going to do, all the ticket revenue that we received where individuals donated it to the Pirate Club, we're going to give those individuals a refund. So uh, we're going to send it out in a From the Helm. It should be going out any minute now. Okay, Um, But... Was notified by the conference that they'll do actuals. So we're working on getting our actual expenses. We'll submit that by February one, and then as part of the regular conference uh, distribution, uh, our actual expenses will 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 get you know in in the end of May.
1: That's got to make you feel a lot better, doesn't it? It, it does. Uh, okay. um,
3: you, you know now the the way the conference is working they're not going to get a disbursement from the military bowl but they are you know there were three schools in the american that had to deal with this us memphis and smu mm-hmm. and, and so we're all working through the the same scenario
1: yeah I, mean, I tell you it's just it, it was just so stunning because you know in that week and i was up there starting on the 23rd and in talking to coach houston you know he'd do his interviews and he'd sit around and talk to us and he'd say you know you know we've got a couple of covids, but they've got we know they've got some too and we don't know what's going to happen when we get the game day but we had no idea that it was a possibility really i don't think he unless he was playing poker with us i didn't like he, he had an idea that it could be canceled
3: well, well he and i talked um christmas day i believe you know i talked to i talked to the bc uh ad pat craft multiple times on christmas day and then again on the 26th and on the 25th he was you know, very forthright. Of hey, we can play, but we continue to have positives. If we have many more, you know, we we could wipe out a position group and and not have you know not be able to play. And so, I really do believe that they wanted to play the game. You know, they flew to DC. Right. They had all these. They spent, some money, too, they, yeah. they spent some money, and you know, they had to walk in and tell their seniors, "Hey, right. hey, no, no more, no more right. football. We're done." that that's not easy to do. And and so I, I do believe that they did want to play uh, disappointing that we didn't, uh, but still thrilled with the season we had. A, a lot we can build on.
1: Did Craft say anything about how many he had in the transfer portal and how many? He, because um, all, so the numbers kept coming out and they, they leaked out. And I'm not sure how many of them were accurate, but some said they had nine or ten covids and then nine or ten of this, nine or ten of that. They had a few that opted
3: out for opted out, uh, yeah. for, for the draft that didn't want to play in the bowl game, it, you know, and then injuries and then covids. I, th- I think their covid number was like. Fifteen plus, okay. Um, so, so it was significant yeah. w- with position groups. Yeah, I tell you, I, is... I think offensive line and defensive backs is where the, the issues were. Well, and
1: and it's, it's it's a shame too because in talking to the military bowl people, there were very few Boston I, I never saw a Boston College fan. You know, the, the three days that I was there. Well,
3: well, I think we bought the majority of the tickets. Yeah, I think we bought all the tickets. And, and, and you know, I've been on the other side of it. You know, we a year ago, not not this past season but the prior year you know we canceled the marshall game because of covid
0: right
3: And, and we got to a point where we could not play and it was because you know we were you know thin or non-existent in position groups and so uh i'm sympathetic to it it's disappointing on a lot of levels but I've also, we, we've experienced it ourselves, so I, I clearly understand where they were coming from.
1: And hindsight, obviously, is 2020, 20, but if you look back at it, if there was any question, maybe you don't go up until the day before and treat it more or less like a, you know, or maybe a day and a half before, get a little bit of a bowl experience.
3: Well, well I think uh, SMU, they never left Dallas to go to Boston to play in the Fenway. Like, they okay. were gonna go up the day before. Okay. Um, you know, we had COVID cases. Right, you, you we know, did. We, we were not immune to COVID, but we still could have played the game. I don't know if Boston College, staying in Boston if that would have been better for them and coming in the day before, you know, who, who knows? Yeah.
1: It's just a shame, as you said, because so many of these guys had worked so hard and finally to get a chance to play in a bowl game and bowl games, you know, from the outside looking in, if you're in the college football playoff, that's big tonight's national championship game. That's tremendous. But bowl games are different for different teams. Some teams, if you get there every year, you kind of get stagnant. You don't really, you know, that's not that big a deal. But for East Carolina, I think it was a big deal.
3: Well, it's interesting. I've gone to a lot of bowls in my career, and, and you're exactly right. I've been a part of some really good teams that have gone to a really good bowl game that at the end of the day, I don't think that the players were really interested in playing it based on whatever the circumstances were. But I've also been a part of programs that, you know, depending on where your program is and you get six wins and go to a bowl and, and have a meaningful experience, it can really catapult you. Um, I've been a part of those as well. And so I think the bowls very much are important. Uh, They're important, uh, you know for, for the individual teams like I, I look at us our fans cared about the military oh yeah like it was an important game we were going to get to play an acc opponent it, it really could have uh had had we won a, another you know springboard into a really good off season now we're, we're still going to have a good off season because of of where we were in the season right. but that, that extra bump would have been really good for us.
1: And, and oddly enough, you know, we, as a as member of the media, got a chance to go to practice. And usually when practices are in Greenville, we go out for the first 15 or 20 minutes and we're not kicked out or anything. We kind of leave and go do our own thing. But when you're at a bowl site like that, you're there the whole time. So I watched both practices and those guys were flying around. Coach Houston said after both practices, they were two of the best practices they had all year. You could just tell. Those guys were fired up, bouncing around, having a good time.
3: Well, well I think a lot of it, too, could be easily attributed to the the amount of time off that they got. Mm-hmm. not not that they got a lot of time off. Uh, and, and what I really mean by that is, you know, when the season was over, they got a couple days, right. and then right when classes were over, they got a couple days. But we weren't uh, hitting. You know, it wasn't a normal week schedule. So what you saw is fresh legs, yeah. and and when you get into a long football season, and and you're playing on Saturday, and you don't get home to two or three right. in the morning, and then you got Sunday practice and class and all those things. You, you it's know, a grind. it It is yeah. a grind. Uh, and and so I think, The coaches did a great job on the bowl schedule and having fresh legs ready to play.
1: And and really, you know, I I think Coach Houston did a great job, you know, in D.C. was just, you know, having the guys excited to be there. And then the last practice, the guys, Coach Houston said they didn't know anything about it, but they all swapped jerseys. And the best line was, of course, when Tyler Sneed was wearing uh, Holton Ayler's jersey. And somebody said it looked like they put him in the dryer and he drew up. (laughs) But it was, but they just had so much fun and were bouncing around, just just really excited to be in the game. And and I was really looking forward to, to. that Monday. And we were going to do a half hour uh, pregame show at noon from noon to 1230 live from Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium. So we were fired up for that. In fact, that Sunday morning I woke up early and put together a piece for that show and then went to Annapolis to wait on the Pirates and they never
3: came. That's when we got worried. Yeah, just a lot of disappointment all the way around. Yeah, it
1: was. Alright, John Gilbert, Director of Athletics on our show today live in the studio. We'll take a quick break right now. We'll come back and we'll check out our Facebook live feed. Questions or comments for the East Carolina Director of Athletics as we start a brand new year after this.
0: Hey, Pirate fans, Derek Pozzani from Carolina Wealth Management. Are you a fiduciary? That's a question every investor should ask their advisor. A fiduciary is an individual who acts in the best interest of a particular person or beneficiary. Is your advisor a fiduciary? You should know. It's your money. At Carolina Wealth Management, we do things differently from other investment firms. To learn more about the benefits of working with a fiduciary advisor, visit MyCarolinaWealth.com. That's MyCarolinaWealth.com. 0% 0% alcohol, 0 grams of sugar, full Budweiser flavor, for all the moments you want a beer and need to stay on your game, Budweiser Zero, Zero Alcohol, Zero Compromise. The convenience of Pitt-Greenville Airport is waiting just outside your front door. Service is back, so you're connected to destinations worldwide through flights from American Airlines.
2: Plan your next trip. Book your flights today at flypgv.com or aa.com. Avoid the long check-in lines and congestion at the big airports and fly local at PGV. Fast, convenient, and close to home, PGV has recently added more American Airlines flights. Book today at aa.com. PGV, where the pirates fly.
0: UBE and PirateWare.com is excited to offer Pirate Nation the largest selection of new ECU merchandise and tailgate supplies ever. UBE has the best prices in town, so that makes UBE your one-stop shop for all things ECU. UBE does daily restocks of Champion, Adidas, and Under Armour. Don't forget to bring your young pirates in to plunder the crow's nest, which is the only kid's store dedicated to ECU. Plenty of free parking uptown in Greenville. Visit them at PirateWare.com. Go Pirates! Hey, everybody, this is David Glenn, and you're listening to my favorite station in eastern North Carolina, Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show. Now, back to Brian.
1: All
0: right, welcome back. John
1: Gilbert live in the studio with us, taking your questions and comments on our Facebook live feed. Let's go to some of those John says uh, what can we expect to fill who can we expect to fill the void when UNC Charlotte leaves the conference uh, football schedule but well gets into the conference.
3: good question we're we're working on that now uh, in 24 we added an SCS opponent waiting on that ink to dry on the contract and then we'll be looking for um, you, you know a 1A home and home type game
1: okay so there you go. So, so
3: so we need a we need one game in 24 uh, that we're looking for as well.
1: Is it hard to keep up in your head with what year you need games in and what you got?
3: We're we're pretty full for the most part. So like we really don't need a game until 28 29 and later. Um, but I look at it a lot. In fact, I was looking at it before I left to come here because even with we're in a unique Situation next year, we've got uh, seven home games. Right. Well, we're front loaded on those home games. Yeah. Um, and depending on the conference schedule, the way the conference schedule lays out, um, we could have a very front loaded home schedule. So continuing to kind of work through that. So
1: you got three home games to start already we know about it so old dominion campbell
3: that's correct okay and so we don't know the conference schedule right. yet they won't release that until mid to late february you could have a fourth i mean
1: wow that would be something else you 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 could because the conference doesn't really look at what you've already got scheduled right they kind of just plug they look
3: at what you have what dates you have open, and and see the reason um we added the or we have the seventh home game uh was i think old dominion was already on the books uh i get confused it's a lot to keep in your head um the BYU, I know, was already on the books, and I'm pretty sure Campbell was on the books. So uh, the addition of Old Dominion getting the seventh home game uh, really created that. So the positive is you have seven home games. So that's a positive no matter how you slice it. Getting an extra game yeah. uh, at home is important, Um you know, we'll see how it plays. And BYU out.
1: BYU is uh, October twenty second. Is that right? Twenty second on the road. Yeah, on the road. So
3: we'll we'll go to BYU next year, and then we go back in twenty five to to them.
1: All right, while we're on scheduling, anything lately with uh, with State, Carolina, Virginia
3: Tech, anything at all? You, you know, not that that isn't already on the schedule. Right. So continue to talk to them. You know, it's just it's really hard to get games, particularly. When you start uh, playing better football and, and oh, yeah. in our history, people really don't want to play you. Like it, yeah. it is difficult to, to get games with opponents like that. Right. So, so they're looking for, first of all, they're looking for who they can beat. Right. Um, and when, when we start playing better, you know, I go back to my. Time when I was at Alabama and and we were just okay back then. We scheduled Oklahoma, who was not very good, and uh, I think the year before we played them, they, they fired their coach and hired Bob Stoops. <laughs> so 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 we scheduled them when right. you know they. they and that's re- how scheduling works. Really. And that's how it yeah. works. So they were not very good. And as we got close to the game, they made a—I a, can't remember their their head coach. He was a defensive line coach that played there, and they let him go, and and brought in Bob Stoop. So, um, you know, the best laid plans yeah, of mice and that's men. how it
1: goes. How about Virginia Tech? Is there any way to get that thing going again?
3: I think it's going to take time. Yeah. Um, you know, number one, we don't have an opening for a while. Right. So, so if they called and said, hey, we'll, we'll play you from now until 28, we do not have an opening. Right. So, so we would need to, you know, move a game. And then obviously there's some financial ramifications with that. So w- other than the game that I mentioned in 24 to replace Charlotte, we're, we're relatively full for a good while
1: because the problems with the
3: virginia tech you know we've got new people in and, and yeah. you know it's a, it's a different animal now right it, it is um and, and i think a lot of it if you look at who they're scheduling you know when when they uh when they dropped us they went in and added old dominion in for a long term home and home uh because they recruit the tidewater area so much so uh it, it'll take yeah. it'll take some time to get there
1: all right. Russ uh, wrote in and wants to know about uh, reseeding for sports. Is there a schedule for when the major sports will have their next reseeding? And is that possible with baseball? Been a season ticket holder in the chairback seats for baseball for three years but heard that doesn't work the same as basketball and football. Can you talk about that a little bit?
3: We, we, uh, we have not done a reseeding in baseball. Um, I, I mean, not during my tenure. Yeah. Now, what we need to do in baseball, we have quite a few people that bought seat rights, um you know a while ago that that we need to circle back with and see if there's other seats that we can um Make available to our fan base on a regular basis, and, and we are working on that.
1: All right, Charlie writes in and says, "What are some of the new plans for Clark LeClaire, if there are any right now?"
3: Well, we're going to do a comprehensive campaign. So the 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 uh, university is going to kick off a, a, a big capital campaign. I think the official you know date sometime in March. Athletics will be a part of that. We've got multiple projects. Uh, it really will be a comprehensive plan. We'll have, you know, our. We need to do a major renovation of our swimming locker room. Right. Uh, We've got some uh, Title Nine uh, facility things that we need to look at from our teams building perspective. That we we probably need to expand that footprint a little bit. Uh, Baseball, uh, we'll look to to expand down the the left field uh, line, third baseline, expand locker room offices. Uh, have some premium seating, uh, that sort of thing would be a part of that. We've got the new weight room that we've talked about. Hopefully we'll get to break ground this spring as soon as uh, steel comes in and obviously an indoor uh, practice facility uh, that would really be used by all of our outdoor uh, sports teams. So football, baseball, softball, lacrosse, soccer, um, track, you know, could all... You know access that to to run during or you know do work out during inclement weather. And, and so it'll be a pretty large, comprehensive campaign for us. the The big thing will be un, unlike some other projects we'll have, we're not going to be able to build anything until we have all money in hand. Uh, we're We're not able to bond anything because of where we are from a bonding capacity standpoint with the tower, the boneyard, and some other things. So, um we'll we'll build what we can fund
1: so as you say that um and it's such a comprehensive project you're saying you have to have all money in place well, well i'm saying all money
3: in place for each project each project so, so is there a list
1: of kind of what mike houston's got one on his top of his <laughs> list is
3: is that into a practice facility well, well it, it's obviously it, it's um you know it's a priority but but we'll also have to to fundraise to get it i think it'll be somewhere in the 16 to 20 million dollar range
1: wow where would it go is there any idea yet
3: still working through that um you know it'll go um you know, somewhere near the practice fields, but but still finalizing where that is.
1: All right. The uh, next question coming up: uh, Are there any plans, marketing-wise, to attract more fans to Minji's for basketball? And we do have to get—if you're listening—you know, Joe's got those guys playing hard, and they they lost a heartbreaker to the Temple Isles on Saturday up in Philadelphia. It's hard to win on the road anywhere. Every college basketball coach will tell you that. And and it's just you know and they got beat by an Eastern Carolina kid. That's the worst part of it. The dot had 33 points, but uh, you know we got to get more fans. To Minji's.
3: Well, well, we've actually done pretty well this year, really? uh, particularly with our students. So, yes, we've run specials like the, the whole time. Um, you know, I think for the last game we had, it was like an $8 ticket. Uh, we'll, we'll continue to do specials like that. You, you can't go see a high school game for that. That's right. Uh, I mean, so um, – you know, we'll continue to, to do marketing things to to get our people to come, but we do discount uh, quite a bit.
1: And we've said for years, you know, Williams Arena, Minchies Coliseum, is just a great home environment when the people are in there and they're into the game.
3: Well, our, our student numbers this year have been exceptionally well. Now, the other night when we played uh, Tulane at home, obviously the students weren't back yet. Right. So, so we didn't have a great student crowd for that game, understandably right. so. Every other student game, or every other game that we've had, the student crowd has been just really impressive. Uh, We're on the road at Cincinnati on Wednesday, Wednesday, and then we get Memphis at home at 4 o'clock, so I anticipate a really good, really good crowd. And those for are that. two
1: really good basketball teams, and they played this past weekend. Memphis, I think, with the final was eighty-seven, eighty. Played yesterday, so uh, that was uh, that was fun to watch too.
3: Should should be a a, a fun uh, game to come watch and a great atmosphere, and, and look forward to seeing a bunch of purple and mengees.
1: Let me ask you just about the conference because I've always been a Mike Resco fan. I, I think he's done a great job marketing the thing with the Power Six. Now they get laughed at, you know, college, you know, pundits everywhere will, will laugh the power six notion but the only conference to have a team in the final four and a team in the national playoffs football playoffs
3: was the american yeah i i do think you know having been in conference usa we are we have separated ourselves yes um i i believe that and i see it on a on multiple levels
1: how close is is the American to, you know how 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 accurate is a Power Six?
3: Well, I think it's pretty accurate in that we we've separated ourselves from the other group of five leagues, like right. you, you know head and shoulders. We've had and and, and I look at football in the New Year's Six Bowl. We've had multiple teams, you know, Cincinnati's been in it, Memphis has been in it, Central Florida's been in it, and I think Houston has been in it Mm -hmm. over the last five, six years. That is very encouraging for me, being a supporter, fan Mm -hmm. uh, of East Carolina, because when those schools leave – I think there is the ability for the other remaining schools to really position themselves. Yeah.
1: And obviously the three schools are leaving for the Big 12, but uh, three new schools come in. And the league will have a little bit of a different look, but as you've said, I mean, it, it, there's there's a great chance. And, and this league just continues, you know, basketball-wise, it's right up there with the ACC. I just saw, I, I think it's ranked a little bit higher than the ACC. That's, that's unbelievable. Well, uh, you know,
3: we've got some really good teams yeah. in this league, and, and uh, I, I feel, you know... I feel like it's a an, an exceptional basketball league as well.
1: All right. John writes in this says, is there a buy game like the Michigan game in 2023, something East Carolina would like to do more? Would you like to have that big check early?
3: Well, obviously, from a financial standpoint, I, I love big checks. Yeah. Uh, from a competitive standpoint, I think you have to be careful where you add those games in. But because a team like that, they're not ever going to come to Greenville. Right. And so I think there are places where you can do that. Uh, but you got to be mindful of where that is, because from, you know, common sense and an odd standpoint, we're not going to be favored to win that game. Not saying we can't go win it. Right. But but if you do a bunch of those, like I look at certain schools who do maybe one, two of those a year and they put their program at a distinct right. disadvantage, like you know i could point to a couple schools that that are really struggling and i would go well have you looked at their schedule like yeah. they they are they're over scheduling and at some point you got to give yourself a chance.
1: I'll never forget um, in the early 90s we traveled all the way to Washington and and it was and got beat up. I mean it was it was I think it was coming off of South Carolina games. You're already playing, you know, yeah. a, a really good team. Go to Washington and on the plane ride back it was a smaller plane and it were bodies all over the place. It was crazy. I mean just just it, just because guys got hurt and yeah, hurt the season.
3: I like to do them from time to time when they make sense. You just have to be careful not to do too many.
1: John Gilbert live in the studio with us. We'll take another commercial break. We'll come back with more of your questions, comments on our Facebook live feed and continue on getting it set for 2022 with Pirate Athletics with the AD John Gilbert after this.
3: Hi, I'm Ken Hagler of Taft, Taft & Hagler. We're proud to be sponsors of the Brian Bailey Show and the Pirate Nation on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. If you've been injured on the job or due to someone else's negligence in an automobile collision, call us at 752-2000 for a free consultation with experienced professionals who care. Go Pirates!
2: We paid how much for those lessons? Shh! She's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? (sighs) Great job, honey! Oh, Oh, look at that. That's not the end.
0: No way. Now, it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times, not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like.
2: (sighs) Here is your ice-cold Pepsi Zero Sugar, sir. Oh, thanks.
0: We think a chicken sandwich this good should speak for itself. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking juicy, hand-breaded, and boldly seasoned chicken breasts, piled up with thick-cut pickles and creamy mayo all on a buttery toasted bun, well, we are happy to say it again and again and again. Bo's Chicken Sandwich, only at Bojangles. It's Bow time!
2: Hi, I'm Annalie Newhoff.
0: And I'm Rob Campbell. And And we are are with with
2: CopyPro. We have been locally owned and operated here in eastern North Carolina for almost 50 years. CopyPro is the leader in office technology.
1: Does your business struggle with keeping printing costs low or producing professional documents? Here at CopyPro, total customer satisfaction
0: is our number one priority.
2: We have a variety of solutions to help reduce your printing expenses
1: and make your business more productive. Call us today at 1-800-682-6558 or online at copypro.net.
0: CopyPro, we are the professional office systems people
2: grow rug 26 is coming to greenville march 25th through the 27th this is dj fossil from f3 enc inviting all men to sign up now for this leadership training event the grow rug training events are designed to help men become high impact men by reinforcing the f3 mission of invigoration of male community leadership to register or to learn more please visit f3 enc.com that's f3 enc.com remember you don't have to be great to get started but you've got to get started if you want to be great
0: pirate radio we'll strap it on with anybody anywhere it doesn't matter i know this i want to win or lose with the group that we have in our locker room the voice of the pirate nation you're listening to the brian bailey show now back to brian
1: All right, welcome back to our show. John Gilbert live in the studio, taking your questions and comments on our Facebook live feed. Somebody just wrote in and asked about the play-by-play in baseball. Who's going to take Corey's place in that? And I don't know if there's an answer to that question yet because you're in in a transition process right now with Learfield and with Playfly, and we'll talk more about that in a few minutes. But do you have a play-by-play? That's a good because when I retire, I'm trying. I'm trying to get there. I've told them that for years. I think we'll be fun. We'll, we'll have it figured out
3: when we play Brian yeah. when we open the season with Brian. I off the top of my head, I don't know. The That's
1: that. That's February 18th through the 20th. The Pirate Baseball Banquet is February the 5th coming up. So Pirate Baseball is just around the corner. That yeah, thing it's will
3: crank close. Up. We're uh, you know trending really well in season tickets on baseball right now. I think we today. I got the update. We were a little north of 1400. So trending in a good direction.
1: Bryant comes to town for that first series, and Bryant was the team, I think, in Charlottesville when East Carolina was the three seed, and I think Bryant was the two when East Carolina won the Charlottesville Regional by stunning Virginia in that second game. So, uh, they, they've got a great program, and they're in the NCAA tournament year in and year out, so that'll be a great series to uh, start the year. Uh, let's see if we've got any other. The, uh, Johnny writes in and says, we've got to start that indoor practice facility, get it started, break ground ASAP. The deal with that is, as you said... And the more checks to come in, the f- sooner we can get that thing started, right?
3: Well, we are. I've talked to a few individuals about the indoor practice facility. Um, it will be a part of this campaign, but obviously we're going to need to, you know, fundraise and, and generate some, you know, donor support to help fund it. So... If, if it's uh, 16 to 20 million to build, we're going to have 16 to 20 million in the bank before we break ground on it.
1: All right, there you go. All right, also, uh, the BYU game, Joe Leggett writes in and says it is the 29th, not the 22nd. I thought I read 22nd, and uh AD said he thought it was 22nd. We went back and looked. It's the 29th. Yeah, got, I looked on,
3: I looked on my phone. I, I was one week off. Yeah, there you go. And,
1: and with everything you got going on, we'll give you a week. Let's just slide on that.
3: I appreciate that.
1: Alright, you've got, got a new deal with Playfly Sports. Talk about that a little <laughs> bit and what some of the advantages you're looking for with that
3: well you know we've had a long-standing partnership with uh, img learfield they've been a great partner for us um we as part of the img learfield merger
1: right
3: and don't hold me to this date but i'm ballparking was back in 2017 as part of that merger uh the department of justice gave schools like us a look-in period so once you were so far along in your contract uh, with them, you could kind of go to the market and have a look in. And so we did that uh, and, and ultimately selected uh, PlayFly. Uh, they've got a lot of, um, you know, a lot of partners already uh, florida lsu locally uh, auburn locally they have old dominion uh a- as well and, and so really good company you know from a fund uh funding uh model they were very aggressive with us and, and so that that partnership will start sometime this summer uh w- with play so we'll be with learfield img learfield you know, until that time.
1: Okay, and that's that's a transition that's got to take place pretty quickly because football starts right around the corner there. Well,
3: well the, they'll bring in salespeople probably in the next couple of months to start that sales okay. process because the the selling period for football is you know February, March, April is right. big months for that.
1: Okay, so that's coming up. That's the uh, big announcement. How about Adidas? Everything working out well with Adidas? Yeah. V-
3: very well. They've been a great partner of ours. Y- you know, I'm glad that. Uh, We're able to to be competitive, you know, on the field to to. you know, help them out as well. So, and r- really happy with where that contract is.
1: You touched on this a little bit, but it's a Faith writes in and wants to know when will reseeding be for football and basketball? Is there any
3: time frame you're looking at? Well, you know, we did reseeding. I think it was the first year that I got I here. So we did that, and and based on what I dealt with, I hope we never do it again. <laughs> uh, that's a joke. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know when we'll do it again, uh, but you, you know, t- to me we've got enough inventory you know it is really important for us to sell season tickets like if you look at the financial foundation of ECU athletics it starts with football tickets and so we need 15,000 plus season tickets this year we've got a great home schedule seven home games um we need to get to 15,000 we we've been you know, we were 14,000 my first year here, COVID, uh, no tickets sold. And then this last year, we were at 13,500. Uh, and I think there was still a lot of COVID involved uh, this past year. This coming year, we, we really need to get back to, to where we've been in the past. And I think 15,000 is an achievable goal, particularly with the schedule that we have. What's
1: the most we've had? Was it during the Skip Holtz years, was
3: it seventeen five eighteen? Did they get that high? Well, the highest we we've been was um I think we got to twenty two thousand. Wow, I didn't realize that. And that might have been in like 12 13 somewhere in okay. there. Uh we we were as high as twenty two. Wow. The the first year when Coach Houston and I arrived, they had just come off uh the last season of twelve thousand five hundred. So, so, you look at the hit financially wow, that the yeah. department takes, but fifteen thousand is an achievable goal. We just need everybody to. To, to be a part of it, you know, on the journey.
1: When you look at your career, obviously you work with Dave Hart and that was the connection here at East Carolina. What was it like that, that weekend when you're taking the job as AD and you're trying to go get Mike Houston as the football coach? I mean, that, that, that had to be a little bit of a
3: whirlwind, wasn't it? It, it was a whirlwind and, and it happened very fast. I think I came in on a Thursday interviewed on Friday, got the MOU signed on Saturday and then I went to go interview Coach Houston on Sunday morning.
1: Yeah, because, we, because officially there wasn't an athletic director at that time. It was no. Uh,
3: I was able to go out and and do the interview and and make a hire based on the MOU. Right. And and uh, so that that was a positive. And you know, Dave and I have hired a lot of coaches. Uh, you know, so the comfort level with him. You, you know, he wanted to make sure that. You know, they, the the hire was my hire, right. but, you know, but as close as he and I were or are, um, you know, there was a, just a huge comfort level. And then obviously J.J. McLam was in the room because, you know, you get in a situation like I had a pretty good understanding of ECU and the history and I knew. Um, you know, a lot of the former coaches that had passed through here. So I had a really good understanding, but you don't certainly don't know everything. Right. And and so it it was very helpful to turn on to JJ and go, you know, they'd ask a question. I go, "Mm, I don't know. JJ, what do we do there? Yeah. And, And so, um, you know, just appreciative of him and you know what what he's done for this athletic department.
1: You know, when Mike Houston, the process was going on, it was one of the strangest hirings in my 37 years at you know covering East Carolina because every other hiring there would be three or four names floated out. Some of the names were never even a candidate, but they still you know us in the media would float out some names. But when Mike Houston, it was like you know that that week and and Scotty Montgomery's let go and Mike Houston's getting you know Charlotte's calling him and you know it was kind of like. You know, that's the guy they need to get and everybody agreed and there really wasn't another candidate i mean it was like okay we hear they're going to harrisonburg we hear this and it was it was really uncanny that the whole thing worked out like it did and really the fact that it's worked out as well as it has so far well uh, you
3: know i look with all of our coaches it's a partnership you know when they're successful um i feel like our department and, and me personally we have success When, you know, we struggle on the field or court, um, I feel that as well, and and so I, I am encouraged about, you know, where the program's headed, and, you know, we have high expectations, and you know this is just the beginning for us
1: yeah mike houston is the head football coach seven and five this past year would have been eight and five if you got that military ball did did you did you have any fight in you to want to get that eighth win and and did you think that would be fair or was it just a really a non-story after the the game was canceled
3: i really didn't want to i mean to me it's immaterial like I almost equated to everybody gets the ribbon yeah you, you know and you know i know some people were like well did we win the game did right. we get a bu- you know if you, if you want to count it as a win in your head count it i'm not counting it because we didn't play the game now the tulsa game two years ago that's a win <laughs> in my book like i agree with we, you. we won that game right and and i still get chaffed every time i think about it and my blood pressure is getting Man. up now you know that was that was ridiculous. Oh, it was. That was inexcusable. Uh, but, but but I count that as a win. Like when I go, how many games do we win? Then I am counting the Tulsa game. I am not counting the Boston College. I think game.
1: the win for East Carolina came when the American gave you those funds back to cover your bowl yeah. expenses. That was a win.
3: Yeah that that is a win. Um, you know I, I'm I am thankful for this though. Uh, all seriousness, what when we when when the game you know got canceled and you know initially um you know we're under the the impression that there's no bold disbursement all those things you, you know uh bill clark holmes right uh we, we had penny and and uh bob barnhill and and others um step up and and then our fans that donated you know their tickets back to help cover that and again just to reiterate all the ticket tickets that were donated we're going to refund that money based on the bowl covering our expenses if they want to donate it back that's completely up to them we're not asking that we're going to go through the the um refund process probably will take us about five days to get that done
1: how are your pirate club numbers and, and where do you want them to be
3: well what our pirate club numbers are are good Again, it goes back to football season tickets. That's where our pirate club dollars are largely driven, and so big renewal time coming uh, for us, and all around football season tickets. Like the fifteen thousand number is a really important number for our athletic department this coming year.
1: Okay. When you look at the uh, the armadas, uh, are they coming back this year? Yeah,
3: we, we we need to refresh those, and you know I know we're still dealing with some COVID things. Uh, but we want to be out and in front of people, and so we're we're going to figure out how we do that, whether that's through an armada or some special type events around the state we've got to start getting back in front of people.
1: Yeah, and that's the hard part right now because you have to make plans to do some of those things, but it's hard to make plans because you don't know, you know, we're hoping that this this new variant for, for COVID is going to run its course and maybe things will slow down, but man, it's it's been rampant. And D.C., one of the things I noticed the most was riding the practice was at least two spots they were doing testing, and there were lines forever.
3: Well, you you look at the number of basketball games that have been yes. canceled, is a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and so it clearly is here and around us. Um, you know, knock on wood, hopefully, our pauses that we had uh, a week ago is it for us. But we continue to to monitor it and adjust accordingly.
1: And I think that was one of the hardest things I've ever seen was when, you know, in March of, tw- what, 2020, was when the um, everything hit and struck and, and shut down. And, like, a lot of us were walking around going, well, what do we do now? You know, I, I can't imagine what Cliff Godwin went through telling his kids that, you know, this, we're not going to have a season. I mean, those guys, I just, the whole thing was just, just crazy to me. And it was, I hope we never go through that again.
3: It, yeah. <laughs> I, I i don't want to relive that but you know i think i've been on the job three years december one and really two of those years yeah. have been covid years yeah man that
1: just knock, that knocks his i'm uh, uh, rocking everything i mean that, yeah. that's just that's just hard to deal with on on, on finances on, on scheduling on everything
3: personnel yeah y- you know it just is uh it's been difficult now we you know we continue to weather it and uh no no brighter days are coming
1: all right john gilbert live in the studio we got a few minutes left we'll take our final commercial break and we'll come back and we'll wrap things up with the ecuad right after this Before anyone walks into your business, the outside is what they see. Make sure your first impression is a good impression with the right curb appeal. Hi, this is Daniel Andrews from Dan Andrews Loan Service. We specialize in making your business look great. Let us handle all your professional landscaping needs. We do it all so you don't ever have to worry. Residential services are also available. Call us today at 717-8006 and we'll come out and give you a free quote. Taking care of your landscaping needs is all we do, and we've been doing it for over 20 years. You can trust our reliable team at Dan Andrews Loan Service covering all of Eastern North Carolina.
2: The Rick House. Eastern North Carolina's premier American-style restaurant and bourbon bar has great specials throughout the week like $10 Tuesdays. Get eight traditional wings and a draft beer for just $10. Wednesday night is date night. Two salads, an appetizer, a bottle of wine, two entrees, and a dessert for just $55. Friday is smokehouse night with the best ribs and brisket around. Saturday is Italian night featuring all of our made-from-scratch pastas along with two glasses of wine. And on Sunday is the legendary brunch from 10 to 2. The Rick House. Seven 10 red banks road beside the bowling alley in greenville
0: I'm Michael Vaughn with East Coast Grading and Utilities. Many of you know my dad, David Vaughn, and his work in putting in subdivisions all over Pirate Nation. But East Coast Grading and Utilities is not just for those type of big jobs. We're here for the homeowners. Whether it's concrete, driveways, hauling rock or sand, whatever you need, East Coast Grading and Utilities can get the job done. Call us at 252-531-7494 or check us out on Facebook at East Coast Grading and Utilities.
1: Ooh, Papa John's just took their fresh,
2: never-frozen dough and hand-stretched it New York style. So you can fold it or not. Hang on, I, know I fold it. Get a New
0: York style pizza from Papa John's.
1: Hey, Pirate fans. The new Papa John's New York style pizza is a MVP move for game day or any day. Place your order online at papajohns.com and sign up for Papa Rewards. Papa John's, the official pizza of the ECU
0: Pirates. This is Mark Washington with Max Sports Performance at Max Fitness. Our facility has reopened and is following all safety protocols. The best thing you can do to strengthen your immune system is, of course, to work out and exercise on a regular basis. I can assist you as your performance coach. You can also enjoy the benefits of a private facility. Avoid the crowds and work out at Max Fitness. Now is the time to get healthy. Max Fitness, just off Highway 43 in the old Ace Hardware Building behind Speedway in Greenville. Call me, Mark Washington, 902-4877. You know texting while driving is dangerous. That's not new information. Yet most people admit to doing it anyway. Drivers are 23 times more likely to be involved in a car accident while texting. Know the facts and wait to text. The danger is real and it applies to you. Auto Owners Insurance. The no problem people. Information provided by Virginia Tech Transportation Institute. This is Brian Smith with Town Insurance in Greenville. Call me today at 756-8300. Go Pirates! This is Mike Houston, head football coach at East Carolina University, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show. Now, back to Brian.
1: All right, welcome back. A couple of our guys have put together this idea, so I'm going to throw it to you. But they said, like, for the BYU game, and maybe for some other games, you raffle off a trip. So you charge, like, $20 a raffle ticket, and you you sell however many, and then somebody wins that, and you still make a bunch of money with it. Now, the the idea was the BYU game next year, but you could do it for, you know, just about any of them if you could cover your expenses and still make extra money. I don't know. Borderline gambling, but still.
3: well, Well, I'd rather just let's charter a plane and get a bunch of EC you Fans just to go to the game and pay for whatever the charter is—that <laughs> that could work too. Do you think you'll have many go to BYU? I think we will, just because you know it's a it's a once in a lifetime trip. Oh yeah, um, you, you know now the the. Um, they don't like to hydrate like the pirates. They oh
1: yeah, I know that's that's a little bit of a different story. <laughs> so tailgating will be much different, much different,
3: much oh, different. The campus at so, BYU, so we'll, we'll have to figure that out. But uh, I don't know if they'll know what will hit them when the pirates show up. Yeah, I will tell you,
1: it's got to be exciting baseball coming up. East Carolina ranked as high as eighth nationally in some of the early polls. All of them aren't out yet, but uh, Carson Wissenhunt is going to be an outstanding player. Could be a first round draft pick. Cliff Godwin it's like Nick Saban. It was rat poison. Don't look. To it. But I think I think what Cliff does, he keeps his guys pretty much grounded. And they realize that that eighth ranking doesn't mean a daggone thing. The only thing it does mean is that if you win a bunch of games, all of a sudden you're in the top three, top four, top five, and then whenever the seedings come out way, 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 you know, in May, you know, you got a chance to get in that top top eight.
3: Well, I I think it's one of those things that, you know, the polls recognize the type of talent and program that we have. That that is a positive. The, you know, and Cliff does a really good job of managing this. Yeah. You, you know, at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. Right. Like you, you've got to go play the games, and you know, you, you could fall out of the polls quickly right. if if you don't win. And so, I, I think you have to look at it at face value. Of you know, nice that they recognize the type of program we have and the talent, but at the end of the day, you've got to go play and win games to to make it legit.
1: We've talked about it uh, a lot in our show about trying to raise the money for some of these campaigns coming up. But, you know, people really say if you don't see a construction crane on your campus, you know, you're not moving anywhere. And that's pretty much what we're seeing in East Carolina. You know, you get one big project finished and then you got to start another one. But this is a huge campaign.
3: It'll be a huge, comprehensive campaign that will that will involve all of our sports programs in sh- some shape or form, and, and it will require a lot of funding. Like we're we're going to need everyone involved to do their part. Uh, to to invest in the long term health and well being of ECU athletics,
1: and I know the indoor practice facility for football is. And we've talked you know a lot about it, but you know in Eastern North Carolina, the way the weather is, and it's not you know cold or heat. It's more storms really, because that that's that will wipe you. That can wipe you out afternoon after afternoon after afternoon, in certain times you know in one of the most important times of the year,
3: which is August and you know, getting ready. Well, it really is lightning, right? You lightning know, yeah. like. We play in the rain, right. so we can practice in the rain. In Houston, <laughs> we were there all day in lightning. But but if you get lightning and it disrupts, uh, and I would say that about practice, but also recruiting, yeah. like to to you know, we're one of only two schools in the state, uh, Charlotte being the other, that don't have an uh, indoor practice facility, so inclement weather bringing recruits in in the summer these camps to be able to go into a an indoor practice facility it really is the missing piece in my mind for our for our athletic department
1: and really if you can get everything going
3: how fast could you have one built i mean how, what do you looking well, at? well to depend on steel Um, You know, we still have some supply chain issues. I, I think more so is making sure we have all the funding in place. The Brian Bailey. Yeah.
1: I'm telling you, if I ever win the lottery, Coach Houston will have it. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm dedicating it right now. I don't care what anybody in my family says. East Carolina has meant so much to me in 37 years. I will give something back. Problem is, when you work
3: at a small station, you got a lot of yeah, give back. No, no I understand. <laughs> uh, but but we we do need everybody to play right. a part. And um, you know, we're, we're working on materials and all those things, and starting to have conversations with individuals about all of our needs for our athletic department
1: anything else as far as your other sports go I mean I, it's you know we talk so much about the, the main basketball men's and women's you know men's and women's basketball football baseball but there's, there's so much other stuff out there well
3: well, we've got both basketball programs we've talked about uh, men Memphis on Saturday at four mm-hmm. women mm, we play Sunday at one and I am slips me I want to we got two road games this week too I think we do uh yeah. tulsa smu right but and I then back sunday back sunday at one i can't remember who our opponent is uh swimming has their last home swim meet on january 22nd ish against georgia southern okay. uh, women's tennis uh you know we're playing uh end of the month at home uh, you know, they're starting uh, back as well. And then you'll have the next sports coming on will be baseball, softball in February. So, both basketballs, um, tennis, uh, indoor track, and swimming left. Um Compete.
1: the springtime is one of those great times when you go to campus and there's so much going on everywhere and, and you see all the young people just you know playing their sports and you know the softball you know they'll have a, a tournament or something all the teams coming in it's, it's really a cool time
3: it, it is and people ask me all the time what is the busiest time of year and i always tell them february march because yeah. there's so much overlap with you know your, your winter sports are still going, and then all your spring sports are starting. And so February and March, from an athletic event standpoint, are the two busiest months of the year. And
1: you got spring football coming up, so Mike Houston spring and company football. will be back at it again. And then the NC State game. Man, can you imagine what it's going to be like in Greenville, North Carolina,
3: for the NC State? When will you find out a game time for that game? Not, not until the summer. Okay. And, and I've actually talked to the conference office about it, just like I asked them about the South Carolina game game being at night how'd that go uh <laughs> Then I'm, I will ask for the NC State game to be a night game, but we really are at the mercy of ESPN. Yeah. You, you know, they yeah. they will dictate our game time. But but I'm going to plant the seed.
1: Yeah, I mean, you have to. I mean, because you know it's just, especially in, in Eastern North Carolina and how hot it is. But the, for the fans, I mean, you, you know, it's just it, it's going to make a great day that much greater if you get a seven o'clock kickoff. No
3: doubt. Just from an atmosphere standpoint, you, you know, I really like playing night games earlier in the season oh, yeah. and then. Day Games later as it gets colder, um, but but you are at the mercy of of TV dictating wow. the game time.
1: So you can make a suggestion.
3: Oh, I'm going to and- ask, <laughs> <laughs> just like I asked last year, right? Um, and that's the frustrating part. And and I understand the right. balance. Um, you know you you take a big distribution check and they get to dictate when it is
1: exactly right you got to take the check you got to you got to pay the piper that's for sure that should be good john thanks so much for the visit today we certainly appreciate it hope you have a great great 2022 should be fun i'm
3: looking forward to it go pirates
1: that's john gilbert director of athletics at east carolina and that is our show for today have yourself a great sports week and we'll see you back here next week on the brian bailey show
0: this has been nice The Brian Bailey Show, brought to you by Angus Grill, Boston Sug Furniture, Bojangles, East Coast Grady, Greenville Auto World, Papa John's, Pepsi, Seared Chophouse, Taft Taft and Hagler, Tiebreakers, BMS Builders, and The Rick House. Join us next time for another edition of The Brian Bailey Show, exclusively on Pirate Radio, the voice of the pirate nation.